Hi, and welcome back to another episode of the Pleasing God podcast, a weekly show focused on helping Christians to think biblically, engage practically, and live faithfully for the glory of God. I'm your host, Jonathan Soule. And today we're going to again talk about faith, uh, and we're going to look at Sarah as an example of faith, how she overcomes great obstacles in her life, goes through a cycle of doubt and fear and misguided belief, and ultimately proves herself to be faithful in the end. And so in Hebrews chapter 11, verse 11, we read, By faith Sarah herself received power to conceive, even when she was past the age, since she considered him faithful who had promised. Therefore from one man and him as good as dead were born descendants, as many as the stars of heaven and as many as the innumerable grains of sand by the seashore. So who is Sarah? Who is this person uh, that the author of Hebrews is referring to? Well, from the Genesis account, we know this is Abraham's wife, Abram and Sarai. Their names are changed after God had made covenant with them, uh, with Abraham, and both their names are changed. She is Sarah, the wife of Abraham. And she is a very interesting character, to say the least. She's one that we all could probably relate to in some way. She has a, a struggle. Well, God makes a promise to Abraham that in his offspring, all the families of the earth will be blessed. There would be, his offspring would be innumerable. You cannot count them. You can't count the stars, can't count the grains of sand by the sea. And so it would be with the children of Abraham. But there was a problem. Abraham was an old man. Sarah, his wife, as well, was very old. And by the time they get the promise, they had both gone, well, Sarah, the scriptures say, had gone past the way of women, meaning that she had gone through menopause and her body was not the same as it was in her younger years. And so she was past the childbearing age. And Abraham himself was an old man. And so the story picks up really, with this promise. And both of them are trying to figure out, well, how does this happen? How does this promise of children come? If Sarah's too old and Aram's an old man. And so they believe the promise, but it's a misguided belief. And so originally, this is the story of Sarah is really the struggle for faith. And as they take matters into their own hands, Sarah comes up with this idea. Hey, this is how we can make good on God's promise. Abraham, take for yourself Hagar, my servant, as your wife, and have a child with her. And through that child, then we'll see the promise occur. And so uh, Abraham listens to his wife, and the choice is made. Hagar conceives and has a son and his name is Ishmael, yet God visits them and says, no, it's not going to be through Hagar. I'll take care of, I'll take care of Ishmael. I'll make sure that he's, he's well cared for. But the promise is not for Abraham and Hagar. The promise is for Abraham and Sarah. And so 
from first being a misguided belief, thinking that Sarah needed to take matters into her own hands to kind of accelerate the timeline of God to make make his promise a reality. She moves from this part, which is still a form of unbelief, to a complete you know, crisis of faith, really, where she just does not believe. At first, when God revisits and makes the promise to Abraham about this child, Abraham laughs at God and says, I'm an old man. I'm past my age. He was 86 when uh, Ishmael was born, and he's going to be 100 years old when Isaac is born. And so God returns, makes the promise, and Abraham asks the question, Shall a child be born to a man who is a hundred years old? And then shall Sarah, who is 90 years old, bear a child? Those are fine questions to ask. And so Abraham asks the question and he laughs. But God revisits and says, no, Sarah, your wife will bear you a son and you'll call his name Isaac. Well, the Lord appears to Abraham and Sarah, some time passes and this promise is Set spoken of again. Sarah, listening and hearing that she was going to bear a child, laughs. She says, after I am worn out and my Lord is old, I can't do this. My body isn't able to. And so Sarah has this struggle for faith from misguided belief to just an outright unbelief, which shows itself in doubt. And so she begins to doubt. Well, even in the midst of her doubt and her unbelief, something happens. Now, the scriptures uh, in the Genesis account don't tell us exactly what changed in her. But looking at Hebrews 11, something changed because at some point she is considered faithful. And the, the scripture reads that since she considered him faithful who had promised. And so Sarah is done with misguided belief, unbelief, doubt, and she begins to trust that God is able and that God is going to do what God has promised that he will do. And so she stops taking matters into her own hands and she begins to believe the impossible. Physically speaking, neither Abraham Abraham and Sarah together were not able to conceive. Yet, God visits her, and God miraculously allows for her to conceive. And so, 90 years old, Abraham 100 years old, Sarah starts growing a child inside of her stomach. And this is just an amazing story of faith. But she went on this roller coaster, and I think this is something that we all can relate to that sometimes we read these biblical characters and we see this triumphant faith, but they're human beings and they struggle in many ways, just as we do. And I think it's important to remember that there is only one perfectly faithful being in the scriptures and that's Jesus Christ. But I think there's important lessons to to see in Sarah. And first is that the struggle for faith is real. Charles Spurgeon says, doubt the one who has never doubted. And I think it's a very valid thing to say that the struggle for faith, like not every day is going to be this high faith, you know, high moment of living faithfully. 
there's going to be battles. There's going to be battles won. There's going to be battles lost. And it's important to remember this. Sarah struggled. Sarah struggled because she was told something that was physically impossible. And when we appeal to our rational senses, which is a fine thing to do, we could look and say, this is impossible. God, you've said this, you've promised this, but it can't happen. I think we need to be careful though, because with God, all things are possible. There's nothing outside the possibility of what God is able to do, though he doesn't do everything that we would ask of him, but he does work according to his will for his purposes. And in Sarah, his purpose was to fulfill his promise to Abraham through her so that in doing so, her faith was strengthened, where she's the first female mentioned here in this faith hall of fame. She's Sarah the faithful but she struggled. So there's the first lesson. And the struggle for faith can result in doubt, but we can't stay there. We might be having a crisis of faith. We might be struggling with asking the questions of God, what are you doing? Where, where, where are we going? What is, what is happening here? And we might begin to doubt, but we cannot stay in the state of doubt. And this is, what we, this is the big lesson, the, the, the pivot in the life of Sarah that we see. Sarah stopped trusting herself since she considered him faithful who had promised. The object of her faith became God himself and that if he said it, he meant it. So Sarah believes in the impossible. I think a principle we would take from this and rightly understand is that what God promises, God delivers. If we read any promise in the scriptures, that is meant for us as believers, we can be sure of this, that if God has promised, God will deliver. The question we then ask is, do we believe? Do we have faith? Are we willing to trust in the impossible? Because with God, all things are possible. Consider the outcome of Sarah's faith. Yes, she's remembered in the faith hall of fame, but as she conceived, and she bore Isaac, and from Isaac came Jacob, and from Jacob came the 12 tribes of Israel, and really from Jacob, not just the 12 tribes of Israel, but one of them, Judah, and from Judah comes King David, and from the line of King David comes Joseph and Mary, and from Mary comes King Jesus. And so, while this old woman in her 90s was struggling with this crisis of faith, struggling for faith, taking matters into her own hand, at times driven by unbelief, fueled by doubt, she turns and she believes in the impossible. And from her lineage comes the Savior of the world, Jesus Christ. So when we think about Sarah, we can be encouraged because she shows us the struggle for faith, but she also is a story of overcoming. And she overcomes because the object of her faith is in God and his promises. So if we are struggling, if we are struggling with maybe even a similar situation here, maybe it's infertility or something of that nature, 
we can trust the promises of God. We can trust that God is good and that God has a plan. It might not be the same as Sarah for others, but we do know that God is good and that trusting him, we will not ever be disappointed. God is faithful. And as a result, through Christ, who is the offspring of Abraham, in whom all the families of the earth will be blessed, through him, the spiritual heritage of Abraham and Sarah is encompassing all of the elect of God. So that these two kind of spiritual parents, these descend that are their descendants, their posterity, are more are are more numerous than the stars of heaven, than the grains of sand by the seashore. They were a blessing. They were flawed, Abraham and Sarah flawed, but faithful. And that's really the desire of our lives. Is it not? We're gonna struggle. But we must remember that God is constant, God is faithful, and we can trust in him, even if it's in the impossible. Believe in miracles, trust in God, that he delivers on his promises, ultimately, in securing for us an eternal redemption beyond all comparison, as we look forward in faith to the day in which we will see Christ face to face, behold the Lamb, and worship in heaven where there is no more pain, sorrow, sin, and the need for faith will not be there. And even if we are struggling with our feeble faith, it will be turned to sight as we rejoice in the presence of Christ. So let Sarah, then the story of Sarah and her struggle, but finally finishing well and overcoming, be an example to us, an encouragement to us to press on, to consider him faithful who has promised. And remember the promise of God that he who began a good work in you will be faithful to bring it to completion the day of Jesus Christ. That is our longing. That is our hope. Well, I want to thank you for listening to the Pleasing God podcast. If you have any questions, I'd love to hear from you. You can reach out at questions at pleasinggodpodcast.org. And remember, 1 Thessalonians 4.3, this is the will of God, your sanctification.